to the Minimum Balance Podcast. I'm one half of the team, Dexter Stuckey. And it's your girl, Chocolate Divinity, a.k.a. Latoya Charleston. <laughs> or in a book, look, should I flip that? It's Latoya Charleston, a.k.a. Chocolate Divinity. <laughs> you know what's funny when people have an alias and then they actually get known by the alias? Like, people, like, oh. would call you, like, like, people would call me, like, the one. Like, people would actually say that to me. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but Dexter, it's been a little, like, at first, it's a little jarring, especially as we grow in this realm of being public figures because we're just taking it on. We're not new to this. We've been, you know, doing the podcast thing and trying to build our own stuff for a while. But it, I think in the beginning, it was very jarring. Or till this day, people see you in the street and they'd be like, oh, hey, Toya, hey, Dex. Or be like, hey, Chocolate. I'd be like, y'all really, y'all, y'all really appreciate, y'all really take the movement on. It's I remember one time I was coming out of the giant and this is when I first started to do stuff with DAS Mm -hmm. and Patty Jackson. For those of you guys outside of Philadelphia, Latoya and I worked together and we started doing some stuff with like one of the local radio hosts who's like a a major name in the city. And a lot of the stuff we started doing was um, video stuff. So people would recognize us in stores and stuff. And that's I mean, we were doing like the podcast and stuff before, but I think that after we start to see that, it's kind of like. Yeah, we should really keep doing our podcasting and stuff. <laughs> yes. And honestly, like, I mean, going into this, I know I look at things as like COVID, it's a gift and the curse. But honestly, if it wasn't for COVID, I mean, I feel like eventually we would have propelled and done our own thing. But COVID just escalated it a bit further. And for that, I'm thankful because it's showing us we got this. We're we, we growing. We're small, but we're growing, but we got this. <laughs> and, and for those of you who don't know, so Latoya and I, we do two things. This is going to be, our, this is our first official like podcast that we're, that we're recording together, but we're going to do podcasts and we look to, we aim to release the podcast on Mondays. And then we do a live and the live is on Wednesdays and it's the minimum balance podcast. And then minimum balance presents the comment. So on social media, if you, um, subscribe to our pages, put those notifications on, you'll get the, uh, the alerts that we're live on Wednesdays around 6 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Yes. And for next week on the Minimum Balance podcast, we'll have our first guest. And, and, and that's, that's important too, because the, the, we, we wanted to do the live because we really like to talk about like what's going on in pop culture and the world and stuff. But then we also wanted to do this because like, I mean, we can't we can't be on live for three hours. So we wanted to split it up, you know, and like we'll utilize this platform podcasting for interviews and kind of like more in-depth conversations, whereas the live is kind of like quick hits and like, you know, funny. But we're going to be funny across the board. We just want to like kind of spell it out for you guys so you know what to expect from us. Yes. You think fun? Think of us. <laughs> yeah, yes. Right. Look right there in the dictionary under fun. <laughs> uh-huh, you'll, it'll be our no look, no words, our pictures. speaking of fun though what did you do this weekend um this weekend actually it was a very great weekend for me dex um like i've just been going through a lot lately like i really feel like i've been in a mental fog since roughly about april ish Mm -hmm. and for some reason recently i'm i mean luckily for some whatever reason that is god the universe spirit (laughs) whoever is guiding me out of it they have guiding me out of it so this weekend like kind of was my first weekend back out with like the girls and put on a cute dress cute heels (laughs) feet 
birthdays. It's amazing how much like it takes little stuff like that to help you remember who the f you are. That's good. I, like <laughs> I, I like that. I, I think that's important too, especially in like the world that we live in right now, where everything is. When people say like they're going through like depression and stuff like that, not that you said that, but when people start saying that they're going through depression and stuff, I'm always like, yeah, I can see why. Like COVID is still kind of a thing. Um, We live in Philadelphia and there's gun violence every single day. Um, The Cowboys lost last night. Like there's a lot of things to be sad about. (laughs) Not. And trust me, a what ain't a soul sad about the Cowboys losing in Philly, okay? <laughs> Except for me. I had to spend, I had to pay out so much money. My weekend was actually horrible now that I think about it. Because I, I the Cowboys lost the game yesterday. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I had to pay all these debts out, which <laughs> I really was ready to burn some bridges and be like, you know what? If I don't pay them, they just get mad at me. We won't talk no more. <laughs> we won't be friends. It's okay. You Look, you want to stop talking to me over a little bit of money? Of a little bit of money, of a game. Come on now. <laughs> no one broke. If the shoe was on the other foot, we definitely not talk. I'm fighting you because you stole my money. <laughs> I don't even care for $20. You know you owe me. Exactly. <laughs> um, but also there was something that's a little depressing to me. I saw that um in Alaska, fishermen were like, there's crabs are actually missing. Like there's like a crab shortage in the country and like crab season in in alaska is canceled probably in atlanta too because that's mostly what who's eating the crabs (laughs) where they had link no what happened was atlanta they imported all the crabs from the alaskan sea yes we do know this is not a real place but from the alaskan sea and they put them in lake lanier so that's (laughs) where so they you know they say they say you're not supposed to go to lake lanier like crazy stuff happens there and that's why they put the crabs there to hide them because they know ain't nobody supposed to be. <laughs> that's where the snatch no, is. I am like super like anti stereotypes. Like I just hate when people like fall into stereotypes and stuff. But mm-hmm. when I saw this story, <laughs> I literally had just finished eating crab legs, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cra- there's a crab shortage because of African Americans. <laughs> like <Yeah>. that's why. <laughs> yes, and then every because y'all all pandemic, y'all got y'all PPP money, and next minute you know. All these half behind, very low quality crab restaurants started open up. Where yeah. do you think they got to get the crabs from? Wait, and you know what else? You know what that what else? There's a shortage of right now. What? Butter. Cause y'all be making them damn butter boys. <laughs> Yo, this well, I be dipping my crabs in the butter. <laughs> oh, it's a mixture of the two. That now it now it makes sense. Now I'm like, oh, now I know what. Ain't nobody making no butter boards. That's silly. I keep seeing people talk about the butter boards. Nobody's doing that. Well, well I'll put, put it this way: the people who are eating up all the crabs out the ocean, they ain't making no butter boards. Well, but yes, that's that's <laughs> accurate. That's <laughs> we got a better use of time with our butter, and that's not what we're gonna do with it. Yes, but you know what? That's okay because even though there might be a shortage this season, six billion what six billion crabs gone missing. <laughs> so luckily there has been um good companies out there who have said, you know what, we gotta create something to, you know, people will still have the taste for crabs. Uh-huh. Um, so we can't let that go away. A company said, an alcohol company said, I got the ticket. What's I wish name? I knew who the actual brand was, but now, guys, if you are in the meet and mood for crabs and they cannot be found at your local market, head on to the liquor store and get you them Old Bay crab, that them Old Bay vodka. 
I think that is insane too. And like when I see the picture of it, it kind of looks like to me, the bottle is very reminiscent of a Tito's bottle. I know it's yeah. not Tito's, but like it kind of looks like it could be Tito's. Wait. Well, I wonder. Oh, yeah, that's the brand. Um, yeah, you guys ready for the, the, the description? You guys ready for this? Okay. Oldbayvodka.com. That's if you need to find it online. It's not in your local stores. You could find it there. Old Bay Vodka is a crisp, refreshing, six times distilled vodka infused with iconic flavor of Old Bay seasoning. Would you try it? You okay? Everything okay at home? <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't try it. Like, I wouldn't, like, drink it like how I would drink tequila or whatever. But I would, I would try it. I'll, I will drink a bottle of Vladdy. Before I try, <laughs> look, it's, it's it's probably about the same. <laughs> same taste. Be like, y'all ain't fooling nothing. This Vladdy. <laughs> and for guys, I don't know Vladimir. It's very low budget, very college. I have no money. I'm broke. Let's go get the Vladimir and the Mad Dog 2020. Ooh, I used to love Mad Dogs in college. I know you did. And look, <laughs> bananas 99. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Like my so my college friends, whenever we get together, right, for the longest time, we would always like just make sure we had like a mad dog just because it was like reminiscent of what we used to do in college. The last time we did it, I'm like, yeah, I know this is our tradition, y'all, but I'm never doing this again. Like it's physically I can't handle a mad dog anymore. <laughs> it ain't for me. Because physically, we should have never been able to handle the <laughs> damn mad dog. But us being young and dumb ain't no nothing better. You're the blind leading the blind of the college kids, and you just go where everybody else goes. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. But oh, now speaking of going where everybody else goes, this is something that's been like all over the social media timelines and all, and actually on the news today is that uh, Bravo, the network Bravo, which houses like the Real Housewives and the Below Decks and the Summer Houses, they actually had like their own version of like Comic Con, and it was called BravoCon. So I looked some some of this information up today right and like these women and men too but mostly like mostly it's women mostly it's for like the housewives and that kind of stuff like that mm -hmm. they're like rock stars like they're like they took over new york city like they were there for like the weekend in new york city and like they were all over media like the today show and everything which is like an nbc affiliate and this show's on nbc as well mm -hmm. they like were everywhere <laughs> like i'm like wow like so backstory a little bit housewife wise i know about them because of nini leaks like i started watching the real housewives of atlanta like years ago because of nini because she's funny on there i didn't like really keep up with it or nothing like that after a couple times that i've saw it but then when i started to work with latoya she and another girl started to talk about the shows and i was like okay and yeah i don't like to not be included in stuff so they started talking about the housewife shows and i started watching them I didn't realize it was a hundred different cities of the housewives. I thought it was just like the Atlanta one or whatever. They're like, oh no, no, no. It's like, it's Atlanta. It's New York city, um, California. But two in California, Orange County and um, Beverly Hills. Yes. We've had Miami. We still have Miami. We've had Dallas. We've had, have Salt Lake city. I know I'm forgetting someone. So forgive me, but 
this thing goes international too. It's a worldwide. Oh, we have Dubai because they air that here in the mm-hmm. states. But these other countries, oh, they do have their own Real Housewives of their cities too. For a while, there was Real Housewives of Cheshire. I want to say it's in in England somewhere. I might be saying the town wrong, but one of my faves. I'm mad I can't watch it anymore. Oh, it doesn't come on here. It just, they only show it there. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of crazy too, that they have their own content based off of something that's like super popular here. Yeah. But so like with this show, right? Like, so Nene Leakes, when I watched it, she wasn't famous. None of the girls on the show were famous. They were just like regular women that were picked to do a show. I guess like upper echelon women. Although <laughs> that's what they say. But when I be looking at it, like I'm like, mm, I don't know about these girls. They probably <laughs> got as much money as I do, but I don't know. Well, you but know, they struggle the long Yeah, way. but this show has grown into like literally like a cultural phenomenon. And there's women on there who are actually famous, like Lisa Renna and Garcelle Bouvet, like from the Jamie Foxx show. Like those are like legit famous actresses mm-hmm. on like this platform. And it keeps on growing. Kyle Richards is one. And I actually just saw her in the latest Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And Paris Hilton's mom is a real housewife too. Yeah, that's the dynasty there. So it- Insane. To go, to go in what you said. So I've been watching like BravoCon, like how they would do it. We would always see the culmination of it, like the end of it on Watch What Happens Live. But this time, and I've watched usually every year. But, but never gone, which I said, Dexter, we need to be at BravoCon next year. No if ands, or buts about it. Yeah, she there. said that. She said that. And then I found out the tickets were $1,800. So how's that going? We're going to get the media passes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am here to cover. <laughs> Joy, I don't know if I would fit. I don't know if I would fit in that BravoCon, though, because Absolutely. when I see the men that go to BravoCon, um, they, they're not married to women. <laughs> well, you might be considered one of the girls at first. So that's why you just got to bring your wife with me. I'm married. I'm, I'm a married man. To I a got a ring on. <laughs> <laughs> to a women's. But no, this year, I will say the energy just felt different. I don't recall it ever being an hour before. It might have been. But when I tell you the excitement and how they had everybody come out, I did see the shade. Why y'all put Southern Charm up in the top, in the rafters, and everybody else was at the bottom? But anywho, there was 124 or 140 Bravo celebrities this time. So a lot of the Wait, older tell them, and, and I know, I know, I know these people probably already know what this means. But can you tell them what a Bravo celebrity is? Because that they t- earlier today we were talking and you said that, and I'm like, what you call them? Yes. <laughs> Because now these people are solidified like celebrities, but I guess the nod comes from, you know, a lot of celebrities would look at them like shameful. So that was Bravo's way of just saying, well, you know, they're celebrities, but they're Bravo celebrities because we would not know these people existed if it wasn't for Bravo. And look where we are today. $1,800 tickets. They're selling out venues. And it's a weekend full of events that people like they can't wait to book, like book their trips around this. It's amazing. And last night, like you said, the football game was like on. I was excited. I was Bravo Con was my football. <laughs> now it's funny that you say that though, because um so for I guess like football is a, is a really good example for, but I think a, a better example for males, if you guys are into comic books and stuff like this, BravoCon is literally the Avengers, where it's like everybody from every show, they're getting together, they're interacting. 
it's kind of crazy when you think about it because it's people who wouldn't necessarily know each other or, or, or cross paths with each other kind of like superman and spider-man <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like being in the same building together it's kind of like that but for but for women basically exactly. <laughs> it's like the avengers for women <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so what were your highlights of of bravo con um, the, I, what I thought was very dope this way, and I'm not going to hold you. I do have to go back and watch, um, at least the watch what happens live portion of it because I did fall asleep, but the best part about it, I loved how they did like live on the stage confrontations. So mm-hmm. I, I would say anything that has popped off from last co- BravoCon to this one, anything in the press, anything that trended on socials where they were beeping they were called to the altar but the beauty about it is they had no idea what was going to go down so andy would just say um kenya and and luann delicet come to the stage and they would be like oh i didn't know i had i had beef with them so they would give them that moment to address it and when i tell you that was just reality tv magic like no interruption you couldn't edit it because it was live and we saw it It was it was amazing i loved every moment of it but you know what's crazy about that though like in real life right if you're in a setting like that like say it's like you and all your co-workers like you and every person from the company that you that you work for right you guys are all in a setting together most of us wouldn't want to be called like we wouldn't want to be seen in that situation those women like legit were probably excited to have their names called to be like you and you have a beef because then they're on the center stage and everybody gets to see them. Like uh-huh. you kind of actually, if you're a problematic one, I can see how you are like the you're like the the Wolverine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like the top dog because now everybody in the crowd gets to see you. See, that's a that's a really well played game, and it's funny because. You know, when it comes to like the Bravo stuff, like one of the women who makes a lot of headlines is, is Jen Shaw from the, the Salt Lake one. Yes. And she, there's reports that she tried to crash the party. Like she yeah. tried to show up and they told her like, you can't come here because you pleaded guilty. You pleaded guilty for like embezzlement and fraud against like older people and stuff like that. So you can't come. But she was showing up to all the parties. <laughs> desperate girl go home and, and you then she jumped on twitter that. she's probably trying to get the clout because depending on the way this case swings it could be done for her after the season they'll keep it on but it's like you know what since everything is under investigation but also now that i say that i also can't feel like that's bs because how you're not gonna let her in there but yet you're profiting off of her and her drama all season because it's right but y'all got some ish with y'all but she apparently is facing 12 years in jail the show won't even be around when you get out <laughs> I, w- I would like to say that but bravo been doing this thing lo- at least since my early 20s and i'm almost a 40 year old black woman at this point in my life <laughs> so i will definitely say not long after high school because what it i don't know if the network started but at least the housewife franchise started it was soon after or maybe around the same time of desperate housewives because that was the that was the uh like the theme of it. Let's show how these women live in real life. So I don't sense. know if Desperate Housewife had already ended, which if it had, it was probably like on its last few seasons. But that's how long this show has been on. And shit, 
It might be still on after uh, Jen gets out of prison. <laughs> well, they, they're not going to want her. They're not going to want. We we are not going to care what you went through in jail twelve years ago. <laughs> it better be your kids on there. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, speaking of housewives as well, too, like this kind of goes into the next thing we want to talk about. So, People Magazine during the whole like Bravo Con thing, this lady wasn't there, but Monique Samuel Samuels, who was on the DC version of the Housewives, she you see, I got my notes. <laughs> she was on the DC version of the Housewives, and now she's on another um reality show on OWN produced by Carlos King. Well, mm-hmm. it broke yesterday that her and her husband, Chris Samuels, who was a former NFL player, they're getting a divorce, right? And it mm-hmm. came out during um, like Bravo Conto. Everybody was talking about it. Like, oh, you know, this happened to this girl, whatever. Before the night was even over, Monique jumped on social media and was like, yeah, I've been hiking all day. So for, for someone, um, Chris, what do you think about that? Chris is her husband. Yeah. She turns the camera to him and he's like, he says something, but essentially basically like don't believe the lies or whatever. I, okay, so People Magazine posted this, right? Exactly. I I don't work for People Magazine, but I really, really, really don't think that People Magazine is running a story about, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful either, but I'm not, I don't think People Magazine will run a story about like a C-list reality okay. star just mm-hmm. to run it like they would have gotten this information from you from your camp or somebody and, yeah. and if you didn't put this out there somebody that you're close to did put it out there and they I don't know like nobody's just gonna randomly say me and my wife are separating and not have no type of like like reason to think that like yeah. it comes from you you said that like you told somebody that I think she either leaked the story, but Ashley Darby, and who was her castmate on Real Housewives of the Potomac when she was there before she left because she tried to blame everybody for ruining her marriage or trying to ruin her marriage. But her and Ashley have remained friends. And Ashley stated that she definitely told me that her and her and her husband and Chris were separating. Now, Ashley, she can be ridiculous when it comes to things, but she really does not have a track record of being a liar. So I'm just like, I'm confused at this. I felt like, I kind of feel like Monique did put it out there to get the people talking only to go back and deny. You know of the past, Monique has paid bloggers or had people on her side before trying to run with her narrative and harass other um, castmates. I want to say, I forgot the guy. I remember we used to follow him and then he lost. He passed away. The guy that passed away. There was, I forgot his name, but yeah, you're right. There was a guy that she was close with, but he was like a, he was like a famous blogger, I think maybe in their area. And Mm -hmm. he was like putting out like positive stories about her and negative stories about other girls on the show and stuff. And it kind of brings us to what we really wanted to talk about, which is press. Yeah. And there's this, this old line where it's like, all press is all, all press is good press, no matter what, as long as they're talking about you. And I don't agree with that at all. And I think this Monique situation stands tall with that at BravoCon. Lisa Renna um, got booed and she was like, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. And it's like, like what? this stuff isn't good. No. And then Kanye West is another person that like jumps straight to mind where it's like he just did a um, interview with Drink Champs where he ran off at the mouth like he usually does. But now he's kind of doing it in a more like he's trying to teeter the lines and do like the I'm um, super conservative kind of thing. And he said that 
George Floyd was murdered was George Floyd wasn't murdered. He didn't die because of the officer officer's knee on his neck. He died because he had fentanyl in his system. And he has Candace Owens like doing a documentary and talking all about it and stuff like that. And the two of them have teamed up to do this. And I think it's very irresponsible. Yes, you're getting the press, but it's not cool. Those comments are asinine. Those comments are completely hurtful, disrespectful, just to, to George Floyd's family, his baby girl, his fiance at the time, or the girl baby's mom, his family. You don't do stuff like that because you want to teeter the lines of, oh, today I want to be a conservative and tomorrow I want to be a Democrat. And I actually just heard recently that his family, George Floyd's family, is really considering um, a, a defamation lawsuit against Kanye. And I, for one, 100% hope that they follow through with that because it's irresponsible and it's disgusting. What if that was you, Kanye? What if that were one of your kids? What if that was somebody in your family? And for you to get on, on social media or whatever, or these shows, because you know anything you say, it's going to, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to just light be lit on fire. It's going to trend. And for you to say that, I'm sorry. I know the man is mental. There's mental illness at play here, but I, you know what you know. You know what you be doing. Like they be saying to babies when the babies begin. Ah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) When that baby one year's like, they know what they're doing. (laughs) And and then on top of that, like this is shortly on the heels of the All Lives Matter shirt. Like, no, sorry, I'm sorry. I take that back. It wasn't All Lives Matter. It was White Lives Matter. White Lives Matter. So you you wear a shirt that says white life white lives matter and then you launch an attack on the organization and and the hashtag black lives matter and then you do the george floyd stuff to me i don't care how mental a person is this is definitely done on purpose like you know what you're doing and also i have an issue with the host of drink champs because nori specifically because you knew what you were doing. You allowed him to sit there and have this conversation with you. When this conversation was over, you didn't turn to your engineer, whoever's editing your podcast mm-hmm. and say, throw that in the garbage can. You decided to put it out there, keep it yep. out there, then jump on social media today and cry about it and say like, oh, I'm, I can't believe he said that. I'm so upset. This and the third. No, you're not. Because you got Stop. to pick what you wanted. That's what you wanted out of this. And you know exactly. And to me, that's even more disgusting because I really felt like, and this is on a side where I'm somewhat going to side with Kanye on this. From what we know, Noriega and and Kanye have a really tight relationship to the point where he even, you know, their daughter Northwest, Mm -hmm. their nickname was Nori and it was based off of Noriega. So if I'm sitting there and having a conversation, Kanye probably thought he was going, this was kind of like a safe space. Oh, my boy, because we see his vernacular switched up. We'll get to that on the actual, <laughs> um, not the co- we'll get to that on the comments because, you, you know, he got black with Nori in them and on the other ones, he turned every, on white every, Kanye. Every week. Yep. But he probably felt comfortable in black Kanye because that he is black. He was raised around black people. So for as this person, you being my friend, I really wouldn't think that you would try to capitalize just off of me to make me look crazy out here. Mind you, Kanye, yes, he did say that you can't take that from him. But it is a it was a disservice for Nori and Drink Champs to put maybe pieces of the conversation. But all of that, it was not okay to put that out there. And like you said, now he wants to get out talking about oh, we, we apologize and you might take it down. It should have never went up in the first place. I agree. 
Like this is insanity and people really need to start taking accountability when it comes to stuff like that. And I guess we'll end it out with or round it out with, um, well, well, actually not rounded it out with that. Young Jock, actually. No, no, we are. I'm sorry, guys. We're, I'm getting new to this. <laughs> no, no, you can, we can do the Young Jock. Yeah, well, I, I forgot. I thought Young Jock was responding to Kanye. He was responding <laughs> about, which is the other problematic for clout situation, um, Blueface and Krishan. So mm-hmm. Dex and I, we constantly see it on the blogs. And of course, we'll take notice. We might look at things, read it. But we just have chosen on the comments. We're just not going to talk about it mm-hmm. because it's just a crazy, chaotic, toxic relationships and I just feel like most of the blogs are trying to take advantage of it and exploit it for clicks where this could end up being a real serious ending and death and we don't we don't want that to happen but domestic violence is a real thing um but everybody has issues and they've been talking back and forth Jess hilarious she was the first person to publicly say like you know what I see what's going on but nothing there love does does not live in that situation at all on the other side which Jess she was right on the other side of it young jock was recently interviewed um on Chicago radio I think it was Chicago radio if I'm not mistaken but um Young Jock was recently interviewed and he basically tried to say that what they're going through, they should be applauded because of what they're going through. They really don't put their business out there or not, or when it comes to fixing it, they go to each other to fix it. (laughs) Are you stupid or is you dumb, Josh? No, seriously. (laughs) That makes absolute no sense. And I was sitting there trying to listen to Jock. And I'm like, okay, well, let me see where you're going with this point. Because everybody kind of knows when you're talking, when you start kind of burying yourself in a hole. Yes. When that happens, just stop talking. Just say, you know what? I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But it seems like what Jock was saying, he, you can tell he operates his life in this way. So you, I know you don't remember this because you don't be watching Love and Hip Hop, but I recently caught up and started watching Love and Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. And the season that they're on right now, they just show young Jock's wedding to the woman, Kendra. Do you remember that during his wedding, there was like this skit that Country Wayne did where he like got up and was like, I want, don't let the wedding happen. Don't let the wedding happen. Do you remember that? It was no. it was like, I guess it was like during the pandemic or whatever, but like that happened during his wedding and Jock set it up for Country Wayne to get up and pretend like he was going to crash the wedding. You're doing this at your wedding. Then at the wedding, it was revealed basically that he had fathered somebody else's child. Yes. The guy is a joke to me. And I think that we need to be more responsible for what we're putting out there. All of us, like, like, there's nothing funny about this stuff. And it's like, this is bad press. And I think that it needs to be, we need to be, they need to be shamed for it. We're going to talk about Nicki Minaj and her bad press stuff on the actual comment show on Wednesday. So guys, make sure you tune into our live for that. There's just so many things going on with her and I can guarantee it's Monday. I can guarantee you by the time we get to Wednesday, there'll be more comments and stuff that's done by her and and all that kind of stuff like that. So we will let you guys go for today. This was a a fun episode. Uh, I like this. I like like the podcast version of it. Guys, please make sure you're tuning in to the live and like, subscribe and follow us on the podcast and YouTube. Yes. Um, Yeah. Now real quick, Please join the live because 
Just like I say, y'all just got the edited down piece of what we're talking about on the live. That's when we get comfortable and we'll go over these again, and like some of the topics again, and really get into a little cocktail in our friends. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> and then there's some other people who join us in the comments. That's why it's um, Minimum Balance presents the comments because the comments are what make the show. So we really appreciate you guys for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye, guys.